let me add my welcome to Steve's, as well as lovely to look around the church and see uh, a number of guests here today um, for our Good Friday service. Um, if you've not met before, my name's Anil, uh, and I'm part of the ministry team here at Christchurch. Now, I've brought a friend along today to help me uh, with my talk. Who can remember my friend's name? Theo. Theo. And who can remember how we get Theo to come out of his bag? Okay, we have to shout, come out. The, I know the adults know this too. They're just being quiet. But that's fine. You can join in. Um, so after three, we're going to shout, come out, Theo. And, and we're mid-COVID. We're post-COVID now. So you can be a bit loud if you'd like to be. So we're now upping the ante a bit. Uh, so after three, we're going to shout, come out, Theo, and see if Theo will wake up. Okay? So one, two, three. Children, you were fantastic. Adults, not so much. Let's try again. One, two, three. Ah! Morning, Theo. Morning. That was weird. What was weird, Theo? The Bible reading. Well done, Belle. Uh, well, it wasn't that weird, Theo. Yes, it was. Uh, oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, yes, it was. Okay. What was weird about it? Hmm, let me think. Darkness over the whole land, a curtain ripping from top to bottom, earthquake, rocks splitting, tombs breaking open, zombies. It was like a Halloween story. Zombies? What, what zombies, Theo? The zombies in the story. Duh. Where? In the part about the zombies. Ugh. Okay, Theo, there aren't any zombies in the Bible. Are there children? No. no. Oi, Bill, come back up here and read a bit again. Belle, stay there. Come on, Belle. Come up front. Belle, I'm your dad. Listen to me. Belle, Belle, Belle. Okay, Belle, come up again and just read a little bit for you, and then we carry on with our service. Is that all right? It's going up. You're being quite cheeky today, Theo. No, I'm not. Belle, can you read a bit here? So, which bit do you want her to read? The bit about the zombies. Okay, Belle, can you read this bit here? And let's prove Theo wrong. The earth shook, the rock split, and the tombs broke open. Listen. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. See? Zombies! Theo. They're not zombies, Theo. Dead people coming back to life? That sounds like zombies to me, Anil. I don't like it. Okay, yes, there are bodies of people who had died now come back to life. See? Zombies, tell yourself. Hey, sec, Theo. You let me finish. Well, you just stop interrupting yourself then. Okay, I was going to say there are the bodies of people who have died that can now come back to life. Zomb, but, but, they're not zombies. All right then. What are they? Okay, um, these are, um, I'll we'll talk about more about them on Sunday morning. Wait here, my love. Talk more about them on Sunday morning. So can you wait till then to find out more? Oh, cliffhanger, I like it. But what I can say for now uh, is that we are reading about here is a tiny example of the power of God, a small glimpse, Theo, of the promise that God has made to everyone who is Jesus' fair friend. What promise? Well, that all those who believe in Jesus whilst they're alive We'll live forever with God. Now, I can't say more about it now, Theo. Why not? Okay, Belle, can you read this part here, please? Verse 53. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. You see, Theo, these people who were raised back to life by the power of God actually, actually stayed in their tombs for a couple of days and didn't actually leave their tombs until Jesus had left his. When did that happen? Easter Sunday. Right, so can you wait until then? I can if you can. Okay, so Belle, well done for your reading, my love. That's really helpful. Uh, but let's now get on with our service. Mom! Theo? Mom! Theo, what are you doing? I'm telling. Okay, who are you telling on 
And what are you telling about? Oh, I'm telling on Jesus. You're telling on Jesus. I'm telling on Jesus. Okay, why are you telling on Jesus? Because the curtain in the temple was ripped from top to bottom. Duh. What? Well, when Bell read the Bible, it said that Jesus died and all these weird things happened. And one of them was that the curtain in the temple was ripped from top to bottom. So? So, duh, if I tore a curtain from top to bottom, I'd have to go on the naughty step. Right, but... So, I'm telling on Jesus, because he needs to go on the naughty step. Mom! Theo, that's enough. Jesus hasn't been naughty. Oh, yes, he has. Are we doing that again? Oh, yes, we are. Theo, Jesus hasn't been naughty. In fact, in fact, Theo, Jesus is the only person in the whole of history who never, ever did anything wrong. Never, ever. Never, ever. Ever, never. Ever, never. Never, ever, ever, never did anything wrong. That's right. Not even a tiny things? Not even a tiny thing. So why did the soldiers kill him then? Huh? Like a criminal? Huh? If he never, ever, ever, never did anything wrong? Okay, that's a great question, Theo. And the simple answer is that Jesus died for us. For us? Well, how does that work? I wasn't even born then. You might have been, but I wasn't. Okay, Theo, you know how I said that Jesus never, ever, ever, never, never, ever did anything wrong? Yeah. Well, the truth is, Theo, that we do. Well, you might have nil, but I don't. I'm perfect. Okay. Um, that's not really true, is it, Theo? I mean, you're always mean to Crammy. Yeah, but Anil, Crammy's a sheep. It doesn't count if it's a sheep. Okay, Theo, we all do wrong things, and in the Bible, we call this sin. You remember what sin is, don't you, Theo? Yeah, it's anything we do, think, or say that's the opposite to what God says is good. That's right, Theo. So you're trying to tell me that you never do, think, or say anything that's the opposite to what God says is good? Okay, let's just say that I do, but I don't. And if I did... They're really tiny things. Okay, well, Theo, even the tiniest things are still sinful, aren't they? And that makes a big problem for us. What problem? Well, our God, who made us and this whole wonderful universe and everything in it, he is perfect and he is good. So what's the big problem? Well, uh, you know how you like to play football? Yeah. And you know how you like to do slide tackles? Yeah. You know how to get really dirty? Yeah. And you're covered in mud? Yeah. Got a point? Well... When you come home and you're covered in mud, does your mummy like to give you a big hug? No, she's like, eh, Theo, you're covered in mud, go have a shower. That's right. And that's a little bit like our sin, Theo. That every day we do things uh, in our lives that are wrong, and all those wrong things add up like a bit like mud on our clothes. And so when God looks at us, he sees that we're covered in mud, Theo. You mean sin? That's right. But what's wrong with that? Can't God just give us a shower? Okay, the problem is, Theo, that our sin is more sticky than mud, and even if we were somehow to get clean, the very next moment we get dirty again because we keep on sinning. But all, what's all this got to do with the curtain, Neil? I don't get it. Okay, we'll get into that. You see, in the temple... Hang on a sec, what's a temple? Okay, the temple is a place where the Jewish people worship God. Like a church? Yeah, a bit like a church, but for Jewish people. Okay. So, in the temple, there was a place where God lived. Whoa, 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 whoa! God lived in a temple? I thought God was everywhere. Okay, yeah, God is everywhere, but God was especially present in the temple. Got it? Okay. And because God's so perfect, you couldn't just walk up to him. Why not? Because, Theo, you're covered in sin. You see, God's perfection is described in the Bible a bit like a fire. Anything that comes in contact with that fire and isn't perfect gets destroyed. Wowzers! You mean I'm going to get destroyed? Exactly. Not because God wanted to, but because you're covered in sin. And so, to protect God's people out of love, God made a huge curtain inside the temple between the place where God was 
and the place where the people was. You see, the curtain was there to protect us, Theo. But the sad thing is that we could no longer come directly close to God. Because of the curtain. Because of the curtain. And the curtain was like a wall that stopped us being able to come directly into God's presence. Oh, oh, oh no, oh no, Anil. What is it, Theo? Well, when, when Belle did the reading, she said that when Jesus died, the curtain was torn in two. That's right, Theo. So that means we aren't protected anymore. Okay, not quite, Theo. You see, God wanted us to live our lives without thinking, doing, or saying things that are wrong. You mean sin? That's right. And God knew that no matter how hard we tried, we couldn't live perfect lives. And so 2,000 years ago, at that first Christmas, the perfect God himself came to live on his earth. You're talking about Jesus. That's right, Theo. Now, remember that I said that Jesus was the only person in history who never, ever, ever, never, never, ever did anything wrong. He was perfect, unlike me, unlike you. And Jesus lived the perfect life that you and I and everyone here could never live, Theo. And when he died on the cross on that first Good Friday, Jesus took the punishment we deserve for every time we sin. Like a naughty step. That's right, Theo, like a naughty step. But instead of you having to sit on the naughty step, Theo, for all the things you've done wrong, all the things you do think and say that are against what God says, for my sin, that's right, on the cross, it's as if Jesus sat on the naughty step for you taking your punishment that you deserve for your sins so you don't have to be punished. Even my tiny sins, even your tiny sins, even my big ones, even your big ones. All your sins and all the sins of everyone sitting here in church today and watching online and everyone in the whole world who's ever lived. And so because Jesus was punished instead of us, God has promised that everyone who believes this is true whilst they're alive, everyone who trusts that what Jesus did really was enough to make us God's forever friends, well we can now come into God's presence without being destroyed, without being destroyed, to live as God's forever friends forever. And the really amazing news is this, Theo. Instead of God living in a temple in Jerusalem, by his spirit, he now has made his home in every one of Jesus' forever friends. Even me? Well, are you Jesus' forever friend? Yeah, I love Jesus. Then yes, Theo, God lives even inside of you, helping you by his spirit to become more like Jesus every day. That's amazing. Yes, it is. So, Jesus doesn't need to go to naughty step for tearing the curtain. No, Theo. The curtain was torn because it was like Jesus going on the naughty step instead of us. But, Neil? Yes, Theo. What about the zombies? Okay, Theo. You mean the people who were made alive and were waiting in the tombs for Jesus to come out to himself? Yeah, them. Well, we're going to find out more about those people on Sunday when the story shows us about how that story connects with our story and God's promises to us all. Can you wait till then? I guess I can. Great. So, Theo, time for you to go now. So, can you say goodbye, Theo? Goodbye, Theo! (laughs) Cool. And we'll see you again on Easter Sunday. Will I see them? I hope so. Cool. Well, let's say goodbye to Theo. And let me say a prayer for us. Dear God, we thank you that on that uh, first Good Friday, by the power of your Spirit, uh, Jesus died on a cross. And Lord, we thank you that in his death, all our sin has been taken away and all our punishment has been paid, that we can now come into your presence without a barrier or a curtain. Lord, we thank you for this truth and pray that we this day and always will know it in our lives. And for those of us for whom this is the first time we're hearing this, Lord, we pray that your spirit would bring us alive in you.